Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 572. Three reasons fad diets, detoxes, and quick fixes are keeping you disappointed and out of shape. Part two by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. This is just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, it's my favorite part of the week because I get to answer your questions right here on the show. Now, as a reminder, today is a continuation from yesterday. So if you haven't heard yesterday's episode first, I'd recommend listening to that. Otherwise, you'll be starting in the middle. That's episode 571. But if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. Three reasons fad diets, Detoxes and Quick Fixes Are Keeping You Disappointed and Out of Shape, Part 2, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Mental hang-up number three. It's hard to unlearn what you learned first, cultish behavior and the backfire effect. Humans are chock-full of bias, so it makes sense that we all have our own views and they can differ widely among certain segments of the population. An easy way to see this in full effect is in American politics. Some people are diehard Republicans and other staunch Democrats. Regardless of your political beliefs, you can surely see the difference in perspectives of the far left and the far right. But what do they have in common? Their inability and or resistance to see the other side objectively. The same thing happens with the topic of fitness and health. Some say low carb is best for fat loss. Others say it's a horrible approach. Some swear by the paleo diet and others point out gaping holes in the paleo zealots reasoning. Regardless of what you think or believe, it all started with what you initially learned and came to accept as being true. If you look around online, there are many people with seemingly cultish beliefs about which training method is best for fat loss and muscle gain, or which diet is best for health and longevity. And each person has their own subset of quote-unquote facts and beliefs to back up their claims. Where this gets interesting is while most people would like to see themselves as being pragmatic, rational, and open to new ideas, most of us are not willing to challenge our deeply held beliefs. And when these beliefs are challenged by alternate views or evidence to the contrary, our old beliefs can become even stronger than before. This is known as the backfire effect, which is a form of confirmation bias, which is a tendency to search for and recall information in a manner that aligns with and confirms your current beliefs. I'm going to use a quick example that's very common for people trying to change their body through exercise and nutrition. When you start off on this journey, there's a lot to learn. 
most people tend to learn as they go, often getting their information from a wide variety of sources of varying credibility. Instead of opening a physiology textbook to learn how the body uses fat and sugar for energy, I mean, who actually does this? We have the internet. One Googles the following, how to lose belly fat. The search results will show up with a variety of information, and that person will likely start with the ideas that resonate with them. Let's say they settle on the following general advice. Go for a one-mile run five days per week on an empty stomach upon waking. Begin a low-carb diet because the article they read states, carbs make you fat, which is totally false, by the way. If this advice works for them and helps them lose their belly fat, they'll likely develop a belief that lots of running and low-carb dieting is the way to burn belly fat. After all, they applied what they read and it worked. So now it's known as the truth. A truth, their truth. However, if this advice didn't work, they'd go back to square one and research some more. Instead of running five days per week, they might start weight training. And instead of a traditional low-carb diet, they may try a paleo version with more protein. Regardless of which method worked for them, beliefs are being created based on their experience. And while those beliefs can be true and backed by personal experience, it doesn't mean there's only one way to achieve a goal. And just because something worked in a specific manner, it doesn't mean it's the best way, nor the healthiest. But here's where it gets interesting. When that person who is presented with an alternate approach, one that contradicts much of what they understand or believed up until this point, they're most likely to side with their inherent biased beliefs, regardless of how much evidence is available for an alternate idea. This is why we have various approaches to health and fitness that seem to contradict one another and simultaneously quote-unquote work for certain people, but not for everyone. What's worse is when someone is so narrowly focused on a belief or idea that isn't even serving them in the least, and yet they refuse to change their mind based on these old beliefs. An example is the long-time low-carb dieter who lost weight and then gained it all back on the same diet but refuses to try eating more carbohydrates because of the old thinking that they would make them fat again, when in reality, their current diet isn't working for them. Or take someone who went from eating fast food at every meal to cutting it out completely. In the process, they replaced fast food with more fruits, vegetables, and lean meat and lost 50 pounds. They might make the assumption that eating fast food makes you fat and eating clean makes you lean. Hey, it even rhymes. So the common assumption here is that eating clean is the reason they lost so much weight, instead of acknowledging the fact that calories are reduced as a result of food choices. This is a common logical fallacy known as the false cause, because while switching from fast food to whole food meals, they lost weight because of a reduction in calories, not because the food is healthier or clean. Action step. Now that I've opened a can of worms about beliefs, I'm urging you to challenge your own beliefs about food, exercise, and your abilities to reach your goals? Are there any beliefs you hold that you might need to let go of to get better results? It could be something simple, such as believing you have to run every day to lose fat. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Three Reasons Fat Diets, Detoxes, and Quick Fixes Are Keeping You Disappointed and Out of Shape by JC Dean of jcdfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 
350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, back to what JC was saying. Here's what I would recommend. If you wanna be sure you're getting good advice or if what you're reading on the internet is a valid point, what I would do is look at the topic you're searching. Let's say it's low-carb diets. Let's say you believe that that's what works to help lose body fat. Search for other diets that might also help lose body fat. So maybe look up high-carb or high-fiber diets and body fat loss and see if those diets also help with that particular issue. And let's say you wanna research exercise and which is gonna help burn body fat. Let's say your first search result is jogging for body fat loss. You're probably gonna find a bunch of articles, scholarly or not, that say, yes, jogging will help you burn body fat and here's why. What I want you to do is now look at other forms of exercise and whether that also helps burn body fat. Maybe weight training, high-intensity interval training, you get the idea. And if you find that there's a lot of research that shows other exercises, other diets also lead to the same result, a loss of body fat in this case, well then you may have to change your views. Maybe your way is not the only way. And to be honest, I'm human too. I have my own biases and I've actually had to change my mind about certain diets and certain exercises along the way. And it's okay. That actually shows that you're intelligent, that you can look at things objectively. And in fact, I'll quote Marilyn Voss Savant, who I've quoted many times on this show. My wife thinks I have a huge crush on her. I just respect her intelligence, I swear. What she says is when somebody asked her actually, what's the hallmark of intelligence? She said, the ability to be objective. Your way is probably not the only way. My way is probably not the only way. But when I present information to you, I do this. I look at, okay, how many studies show this to be true? And then how many studies show the opposite? to be true. That helps me stay objective. I encourage you to do the same. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you as always for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll be back here tomorrow with an inspirational quote and a new post and where your optimal life awaits.